Welcome to the College Football Bros. I'm Michael Newman. I'm Ryan Newman. And I'm Trey Newman. All right, today we are talking about one of the most hyped teams of the offseason, and for good reason, as we'll get to. Uh, Trey, what's our question for today? Is Iowa State a legitimate playoff threat? Okay, let's uh, let's start our discussion of Iowa State with the offense, and they return basically everyone, just about everyone, and they even get back arguably their best offensive lineman, Trevor Downing, who missed uh, most of last year with injury. And it was a very, very efficient offense, of course, led by Brock Purdy at quarterback, Brees Hall on the ground, and they were so they were number one in the conference in success rate. The problem is they were second to last in explosiveness. So I think in order to take that step towards being a, a you know a playoff threat and a, a playoff contender, they might need to get some big plays, particularly in the in the well, really in both aspects of the game. But the, the passing game, it would help if uh, Tariq Milton at receiver came back and was fully healthy and and had a big year because he struggled last year, um, but in 2019 had over 20 yards a catch. Yeah, and it was over 700 yards. So he was he was kind of the difference between, um, you know, Purdy having a really great year, and then last year it was he was still good, but his numbers kind of dropped a little bit, and I feel like it was the Tariq Milton effect. He just didn't have that big playmaking uh, player at right receiver. So you know, we got they got everything you need. They got a good quarterback. They got a good running back. They got uh, Xavier Hutchinson's a, a really good solid kind of possession receiver to tag along with Milton. Charlie Kohler, arguably the best tight end. So it's really hard to poke a hole here uh, in this offense. And I think this is going to be uh, the, their best offensive line that they've had in years. So I think the, the main thing is just if they can stay healthy. I, I mean, they've had a couple of guys struggle with that. They even have a really good backup tight end, Chase Allen. So everything's there. They're going to be good if they're healthy. Yeah. Okay. Uh, not many questions on the offense. So we'll yeah. move on to uh, the defense, Trey. Yeah, and and the defense should be really good as well. I mean, they're in the running for the best defense in the Big Twelve. In the in, this is a crazy stat. In the final five games, they only gave up sixteen second half points total. Like that's crazy. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so you got a defense that twelve of the last uh, twelve of the top fifteen tacklers are back. They led the Big Twelve uh, against the run. You got a guy like Mike Rose. He's one of the best linebackers out there. The linebacker group is is one of the best in the country. Uh, they also have a productive Jake Hummel and Orion Vance. Uh, the one the one challenge I guess they'll have to overcome is they do lose their school's all time sack leader Jaquan Bailey on that D line. But but they will really there's it's still going to be a stout group. Will McDonald was all Big Twelve. He led the nation with ten and a half sacks. Or he was a co leader. I think the one thing that needs to improve is the pasty. Um, but but Campbell, head coach Campbell, was has been quoted saying that it's the most depth they've had in the in the secondary. So if the corners can get a few more picks and more pass breakups, this is going to be one of the better D's in the nation. Yeah, Bailey is a is a worry losing him, no doubt about it. I mean, now we had you know, like you mentioned, Will McDonald did have a great year with ten and a half sacks, but can he do it without a running mate like Jaquan Bailey? Now, they're going to be good against the run. There's no doubt about that. Um, but they have playmakers, really, like all Big 12 players at every level. You mentioned Will McDonald, of course, linebacker Mike Rose, safety the guy Greg Iceworth, who's a three-time first-team all Big 12 player. So, I mean, there's – and it's not like the guys next to them don't have experience. This is a defense that's going to have everybody coming back, essentially. The only question mark really might be at free safety, 
where they're just not a hundred percent certain who will be the guy. And, but I can tell you, whoever is going to be that guy is going to be put in a great spot because the other 10 dudes know exactly what they're doing and they're going to be really good players. So I'm not worried about that at all. They have capable guys going in there, but uh, we'll kind of touch on this later, but arguably the best defense uh, in the conference. Okay. Let's move on to their schedule and see how that sets up. So, They've got uh, a non-conference that includes a home game against Iowa in week two. So that's, of course, going to be a huge game. Matt Campbell has yet to get over that Iowa hump. They didn't play him last year. So um, we'll see if, if they can get that that win. They'll be, I mean, as it stands right now, they'll be under a touchdown favorite. So not a, not a massive favorite. And in conference, they unfortunately have to go at OU but I still think overall it sets up very well because the other kind of three teams that they're competing with to get to that Big 12 title, Texas, TCU, and Oklahoma State, all have to go to Ames. So that is a, a huge advantage there if you're really your, your main goal is to, is to get to the Big 12 title and win it. And kind of a secondary goal is to, to make that playoff. Yes. Yeah, so if you lose at OU, it's all right. As long as you get everybody else, you're, you're in. So. Um, kind of the, the beneficiary of not having divisions where if you lose to a division foe, you already lose your destiny right there. So, um, they do have the unfortunate uh, thing of playing the five big 12 road games uh, and four home games. So just a slight, a slight disadvantage there, but overall, I don't think you can be, the schedule's fine. It's not about that. You know, it's all about them. If they are good enough, they'll make it. It's not the schedule's fault. Okay, let's uh, let's answer the question then. Is Iowa State a legitimate playoff threat? I would say wholeheartedly yes, they are. Um, you know, last year they won the Fiesta Bowl. They almost beat uh, Oklahoma in the Big Twelve title game. Uh, they beat them in the regular season. They beat them in the regular season. Yeah, well, you know, I'm saying Big Twelve title game. <laughs> okay. um, and they return practically everybody. How can you not think that? They are definitely capable of winning every single game on their schedule. Uh, and really the only game where they won't be favored right now is at OU. So they are absolutely capable uh, and they're absolutely a playoff contender. Yeah, I echo everything you said there. Now, getting beyond that, I think there is a massive drop off in terms of odds to to actually win the title after that group of Alabama, Georgia, Clemson, OU, and Ohio State, just because those teams have have the talent that gives them an upside that's higher than Iowa State. Yep. Um, but we've seen Iowa State compete with OU year after year, so we know they can beat them, and you know that gives you a chance. So they can go 12-1 and and make the playoff, and I wouldn't be shocked. I mean, it wouldn't be my pick, but I wouldn't be shocked. Yeah, yeah. I, I, the answer to the question is yes i they are a deserve deserved legit threat do i think they'll do it that let's not get confused do we think we'll do it that's a different question i because i would probably almost bet no but but i mean there's just so much to like all so many pieces and then when you look at their schedule you know obviously a lot can play out of course and it's impossible to predict but i think as it stands today they need to be unbeaten going into that oklahoma game in november because otherwise they would be required to beat Oklahoma twice in a few weeks if they had one loss. They would ha- the only way they could potentially get into a playoff is is beating them, and so at least being unbeaten, they could afford a loss in Norman and then beat them in the Big Twelve title. But that's that's getting ahead of ourselves. Yeah. Okay. Well, there you have it. Um, thanks for watching and listening to the College Football Bros. Uh, Iowa State fans, let us know in the comments uh, your thoughts on your team this year and what you think they're their ceiling is or 
maybe the ceiling is the roof, as Michael Jordan so eloquently <laughs> said. But uh, we will be back tomorrow with our list of the 10 best offensive weapons in the Big 12. Going to be some cyclones on that list, so we'll see you tomorrow. You've been listening to the College Football Bros. If you have any questions for the next podcast, email them to collegefootballbros at gmail.com. To keep up with the brothers on social media, like them on Facebook at College Football Bros, follow them on Instagram at College Football Bros, and for their commentary on Saturdays, follow them on Twitter at CFB Bros. Thanks for listening.